It's Monday, October 24th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Market futures are wavering to start a week that will include earnings reports from nearly a third of the S&P 500. Stocks closed sharply higher Friday with the Dow up nearly 750 points. S&P 500 futures slipped 0.2% and futures on the Dow Jones Industrial Average were down 0.2%. UK bond yields are rallying after Boris Johnson pulled out of the race for prime minister and stocks in mainland China and Hong Kong are sharply lower after Chinese Premier Xi Jinping cemented his control over the ruling Communist Party. Benchmark futures for gas in the wholesale market dropped 10% Monday to about $100 a megawatt hour. That extended last week's sharp drop and mirrored a recent pullback in the U.S. market, which is also partly weather-related. In other news, the COVID-19 pandemic spared no state or region as it caused historic learning setbacks for America's children, erasing decades of academic progress and widening racial disparities, according to results of a national test that provide the sharpest look yet at the scale of the crisis. Across the country, math scores saw their largest decreases ever. Reading scores dropped to 1992 levels. Nearly 4 in 10 8th graders failed to grasp basic math concepts. Not a single state saw a notable improvement in their average test scores, with some simply treading water at best. Those are the findings from the National Assessment of Educational Progress, known as the Nation's Report Card, which tested hundreds of thousands of 4th and 8th graders across the country this year. It was the first time the test had been given since 2019, and it's seen as the first nationally representative study of the pandemic's impact on learning. Education Secretary Miguel Cardona said it's a sign that schools need to redouble their efforts using billions of dollars that Congress gave schools to help students recover. Let me be very clear, he said, these results are not acceptable. Around the world, former UK Chancellor of the Exchequer Rishi Sunak took a major step toward becoming Britain's next Prime Minister after his main rival for the job, Boris Johnson, pulled out of the race late Sunday, averting a contest between the two men that threatened to split the ruling Conservative Party and further royal financial markets. The decision by Mr. Johnson leaves Mr. Sunak as the heavy favorite to replace Liz Truss in the top job. Ms. Truss, who took over September 6th, said last week she was quitting after her economic program imploded, making her the shortest serving prime minister in British history. The only other remaining candidate is Penny Mordaunt, the leader of the House of Commons. The contest could be over by Monday afternoon when candidates need to secure at least 100 nominations from fellow Tory lawmakers to stand as leader of the party. On Sunday, Mr. Sunak had at least 128 public backers, while Ms. Mordaunt had around 23 supporters out of 357 Tory lawmakers, according to the British Broadcasting Corporation. Back in the U.S., President Joe Biden joked that it's difficult acknowledging he's about to turn 80, but he said he's physically and mentally capable of serving a potential second term in the White House. Mr. Biden, who turns 80 next month, made the comment in response to a question about his age during an MSNBC interview that aired Sunday. He said people should judge for themselves whether he is up to the task, as polls show that voters would rather not see a rematch with Donald Trump. 
A recent poll show only about 3 in 10 people questioned want either Biden or Trump to run for president in two years. Just 5 in 10 Democrats want Biden to seek a second term. Mr. Biden has yet to officially announce whether he will run for a second term, but has repeatedly said it is his intention to seek re-election. And the New York Yankees were swept from the best-of-seven American League Championship Series by the Houston Astros, who are unbeaten across seven postseason games and open the World Series on Thursday night in Houston against the long-shot Philadelphia Phillies, who are headed to the World Series for the first time in 13 years. The World Series appearance will be the fourth in six seasons for the Astros, who overcame an illegal sign-stealing scandal and resumed their American League dominance. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.